Welcome to our campaign! Set in the galvanizing world of Electroval. Join us for an adventure full of noir intrigue and electrifying spectacle. See the description below for ways that you can stay informed on the latest episode of the series, as well as any other content featured on Dice Carnival. Today's episode is brought to you by C4 Labs, makers of amazing board game and RPG accessories, including dice towers, dice trays, and trading card deck boxes. Great as gifts, or just for yourself, and with free shipping in the US. I've been using their walnut dice coasters at my table for a year, and I can tell you they are unmatched. You can find their laser-crafted products at c4labs.com. Once again, that is c4labs.com. Link is in the description. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave a good rating if you enjoy the episode. Without further ado, let's begin! Welcome back to Electroval, where we left off. The group, shall we say, not quite adventurers as of yet, had just been interrogated by the chief of the Velvet Blue, the mercenary police force in the city. Let out on a bit of parole, they were required to volunteer to these uh, Aethertech wristbands that will allow them to be tracked and monitored in the event that they ever need to be found, or if they ever try to leave the city. With a stern warning that they are being closely monitored as their investigation into the death of Portsmouth Gilded comes to its conclusion, they were told that they have about five days before they expect their investigation to be complete five days for everyone here to prove their innocence. Else, well, the police seem more intent on finding someone to charge with the crime than actually solving the crime, considering the nature and the investment that was put on the death of the victim. All of you have reconvened at Soup's shared apartment, having completed a long rest, and waking up late in the afternoon, the day gone by. Hugo yawns. We cut to Hugo then, as you stretch and yawn and uh, touch a nearby switch next to the bed as uh, it, it's very, it's not very fancy, but it's very utilitarian, very well kept. This room doesn't have a lot of knickknacks inside of there. Everything's where it needs to be. Um, and everything that needs to be there is there. And as you stretch from having just slept in the biggest bed in this apartment, uh, there is a door that leads to the only other room in the apartment where the kitchen, living area, and hammock, as well as the three other members of the party, are resting as well. I imagine Sky would have woken up earlier too, because um, you only need about four hours of sleep. Um, despite eight hours uh, of resting to complete a short rest, so you've kind of been loitering around for a little bit, or long rest, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I've been um, having a staring contest with uh, the Venus flytrap. It would be a lot easier to have. It would be a lot easier to have a staring contest with this thing if it had eyes, but you try your hardest, and. Elves can be very patient when they're determined to. I think I won. You just stared at you a hear no complaints for four hours. Are you sure this isn't all of us just self-insert fanfic? I mean, it might be. <laughs> but to keep it on track for the adventure, uh, all of you rouse at a certain point. What would you like to do? What would you like to discuss? I hand the story off to you. This is the part of the adventure where, well, where we all go together is driven by your interest, your investigations. Five days. Half of the first is already gone. Soup is still out. Soup is still out cold. What What? What time is it, exactly? Oh, by the looks of it outside, it seems early evening. What time do you think, how long do you think it is till sunset here? 
this time of year, um, you've hit the rainy season. Um, you imagine it would probably be with after sunset. We'll probably be in two hours. That's like the twilight area. Okay. So I'm going to tell everyone about my, um, the note that I received and my meeting. Um, I have a meeting with um, someone who's going to try to help me. I'm going to go um, at sunset and I will come back here and let you know if there's anything else that can help us. Thank you for that information. Soup is just starting to wake up. I'd like just to on the floor. Broad soup with a blanket over you. <laughs> with ah. my foot. What you thought was a pile of rugs now stands up. I'll repeat what I said louder. I have a meeting at sunset, Soup. I have a meeting at sunset that I will be going to with someone who might be able to help us. Out of yourself? Why do you oh, want to come? Are you sure that's safe right now? We're now part of plot. Somebody killed him, and we are messing with their plans. Uh, ben, would you mind moving your mic a little closer? I'm having trouble picking you up. Okay. Or I'll speak louder or myself closer to the mic. There we go. Awesome. Thanks. Well, I was I was piecing together things from yesterday. And it sounds like you know something that we don't, and there's a whole thing going on. And you know what? I've decided that no, you did not do it despite the fact that you looked incredibly suspicious. But the fact you look suspicious makes you even more important, and therefore, we need to keep you safe. And I'm sorry, you ain't got the muscle to protect yourself, my friend. Thank Don't worry, I can help with that. You want to go with her? That assessment. Soup. I mean, honestly, if there's, if we're all being investigated for this, then we need to all know everything. We can't have any. Fine. If you all insist on coming along, I can't do anything to stop you. At least remain. Where are you going again? I I had. Uh, the note that you were given were t- was told to uh, meet you at a place called the Deep Dive around sunset. Oh, I showed them the note. Yeah. Well, this sounds like a place and we could at least sit in first, a, at another table. If all of you see the note, you see the first line is so sorry. So sorry for what? Hmm. I know some people at the Velvet Blue. I'm sure some of them tried to get me out of this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do I know where the deep dive is? Um, I think that maybe you would. Um, you would know that it is in the uh, the spirit ward of the city, the sort of sinking part of the city, um, but closer to where the Starlight District is. It isn't entirely in the swamp, but it's pretty close. Okay. Great. It, it is definitely a very ratty place. How far away is it? How long to walk or? Uh, to get there, you might want to ha- leave probably half an hour in advance. It's on the opposite okay. side of the city from where you are. At least you're not that high up. Okay. Oh, I have a proposition. How about this? Since you seem to, at least with, with me, you seem to not want to go directly. What if you were going with Hugo Brassleaf and I and, and Gandon were his bodyguards? Because you, you needed new ones, and the last ones kind of broke on you. Well, totally up to help. I mean, kind of getting a lot of my paycheck docs from the bail, and I need a new double source of income to make up for that in the meantime. I'm, I'm so sorry if it's too much to ask. Well, I don't know. Since I just bought these automatons because I had to get rid of my last hired help, the, uh, I'm not sure what is in the books for me yet. What's in the pockets, if you know what I mean. Ah, well, well kind of we a can, waste of endeavor about, that's going to attack us all. How about 
tentatively, I mean, both Gen and I have proved ourselves as able to protect you. And thus, maybe for these next five days, we can continue to fill in that role and you can possibly pay us what you what you honestly felt that was worth at the end of it. Once we get out of this, hopefully. I don't know if that's too much to ask. What do you think, Andon? You're quite the negotiator, I'm surprised. Uh, it's, yeah, you pick up stuff in the guild. Uh, Considering the danger we're all in, uh, I feel that's probably best, honestly. I'll do whatever I can to make sure you get adequately compensated for all of your efforts in this. That sounds good with me. I mean, construction's not much at all. A sledgehammer yeah. like that has two uses. Oh, I don't... Should I keep the sledgehammer? I mean, it was the crocodile's ball gowns. Uh, I doubt they'll be having any need of it soon. And you did a great job with it. You're almost as good as I am with old Trusty. Hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make a mental note to pay them back with the sledgehammer. <laughs> Sky, your uh, contact. Would uh, would my name carry any weight, me being there to help along? Potentially. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not sure which of my contacts will be meeting so it's fine with me if y'all want to come along okay i'm also intrigued by this use a drink i'm sure oh i'm also intrigued by this order of the ball i mean those automatons i've i'd never seen anything like that before yeah it didn't seem normal no not at all Okay, then let's let's all go to the deep dive, was it? We'll, um, this'll be a good chance we can ask any other sort of pressing matters. See if your you, contact knows this Alexander fellow. You would know that uh, it's still going to be a, probably at least an hour and a half before you need to start making your way there. You have a little bit of time if you want to travel and check out some other places. I would like to do my ritual to get my... my. Okay, I'd say you can do that as part of a long rest, so I, I'll say that it's done. Oh. You've already tuned it up. It's already been greased and, uh, cool. and pitch, and you let out a little puff, and a little burst of flame comes out the end. Perfect. I wonder, I wonder what kind of if we can reach if they have them some facility you know how the guy died and he was talking about some sort of weird little devices or something maybe it would be worth investigating how those are made and who they go to and there's some kind of i don't think there'd be an underground for them ah oh, i don't know anything about that would sky. i help i mean sky i mean you know that there's an underground for anything, and Aethotech is no exception. Yeah, do I have a specific contact that we could go to for this? Roll me an insight check, real quick. 18. The individual that you think will be meeting with you will be Dimitri himself. Okay. He probably has some stuff like that sort of stuff that you would probably want to address with him. And so, uh, his business with you isn't exactly official uh, with the place that he's working for. I would assume, but I thought that check was for finding someone who would be an inside contact about like, the black market of Aethertech. Is Dimitri that? You probably wouldn't be a contact of sorts. Uh, no, that would just be more... That was, that was mostly for uh, considering what you think the note entails. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I, I think with Sky's background, you've never exactly been a huge fan of Aethertech, at least where the money's coming from, right? So you've probably tried to keep your hands as clean as you can there, but probably some of the other mercenaries, we'll call them, vigilantes on the other side of things. Uh, probably do deal with Aether Deck. Okay, well... Where they get their stuff, you don't know. Right. 
be able to get more information from my contact that we're meeting with. He might know someone who would know something. Right. Brad, that sounds reasonable. Now, what other things can we be looking into? I mean, we've only got an hour and a half until sundown-ish, so... I think... What about Alexander? Hmm. How's he mixed up in all this? He was that fire Ganassi fellow. I thought I saw him tending the bar at the crocodile's ball gown, but I can't be sure. Wait, that was him? Didn't work? Wasn't there someone else at the bar who gave yeah, us their thought, drinks? Yeah, we spoke to a female. Yeah, it was a Kyra, I believe, who was was handling that. Uh, you, Hugo, you think that you saw it on the guest list in like the box seat, not oh. the private area where uh, where, where uh, Portsmouth Gilded was brutally murdered, mm. uh, but the sort of side area that Sky was trapped in for a little while. Probably okay. one of the guests that uh, she startled. <laughs> And actually, if anything, um, did Hugo bring that up with everyone? Bring what up? Bring Alexander up with everyone? That was a conversation you had together? Well, that was um, talking with Jack. Sky, you would remember there was a younger, rather well-dressed, fire ganassi individual at the Crocodile's Ball Gown when you were up there. There's a few figures that stood out. There was uh, that guy, uh, supposedly Alexander, if they're the same person. There was the uh, human fellow, the sort of uh, uh, gender-fluid individual who uh, was sort of heavier in set and, and darker in complexion. And there was also that shorter halfling woman who uh, kneecapped the one dude and gave him a look, and the guy just walked away. Okay. Um, well, we could also, of course, look into those people if we had any way of finding them, which I don't think we do right now. No. Hmm. I mean, if there's people, if, if you're if you're talking about the people who would be in the box, they'd be well known if they're supposed to be there. What about the news reporter fellow? You think he might know something? Well, he did seem at least intrigued by the uh, idea of finding out the truth of what happened here. Hmm. Ooh. He could, he could, he could help us keep things in order, probably. Yeah, or at least I know this, somebody. this reporter might have uh, some of the scoop on things. How Let's far go. away is the place yeah. listed on the little business card he gave me? Looking at it, uh, you would, you, you read it, and the address itself uh, lists it as uh, Tab Media Headquarters, basically, which you would know would be in the upper tier of the city, basically in the sort of interior area that is just below the Sky Dock. Hmm. That is far. How about by wire? I mean, yeah, if you can find a, a place to dial up. Is there um, a, a wire in this area? Is there a wire in this area? soup you would probably there would probably be like a wire like a sort of like telephone booth uh that uh would be shared by this entire sort of hall of apartments mm -hmm. um but you would imagine that it is not in very good shape everyone uses it and uh probably more than a few drug deals go on in it there's one and it's... people keep breaking it it's probably your sister who actually fixes it from time to time and she hasn't been here for more than a week so yeah, there, there's, uh, it's, it's really, really up to, to the paragons if that thing's works. We could check it out. Someone could theoretically try to fix it, though. This is uh, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Mm -hmm. Let's try right. that then. We I know guess. how great Hugo is working with electronics. Yay! Yay. Everything I make comes to life and kills me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least it would come to life. Let's this check is the it life out. Of an engineer. Alright, let's go check out that wire. Okay. Sure. Alright, so you all gather your belongings and, and soup locks up the apartment behind them. Mm -hmm. Bye, Edgar. And yeah. 
Edgar. Ed Edgar gives you what the normal goodbye that he always gives. Which is and what? Close the door. The sound of silence. Hello, darkness. And yeah, you uh, begin making your way, um, you know, maybe like only about 40 feet from the door, where there's like a tiny sort of indentation where a, uh, a telephone booth, a wire, as it is called, has been set up. And yeah, you look at it, and there are just wires kind of jutting out of all bits of it. It looks like someone has stolen a couple of the buttons uh, used to dial with. Um, oh, no. the, the handset uh, looks like someone, some child had been swinging on it like it was a swing. Probably one of the hooligans down the hall. Uh, and it's covered in graffiti and stickers and... Yeah. Hmm. Not very well maintained. It's not. You don't exactly have the most uh, eloquent of housing accommodations. Well, let's give it a shot anyway. Just try to tap some little bits of the wire together to try to get it like living. Who, so one person can do this. Can helm this check. Who is going to be the individual? This is going to be uh, either an art, an arcana check, but you get a little bit of a benefit if you are proficient in tinker tools. I only have a plus one to Arcana. I am proficient in Tinker's tools. All right. I Would have like a minus one to Arcana. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll All step right, up. So like, Soup begins kind of figuring out, and they're, they they shock their fingers a little bit, and they shake. Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and, uh, Yendon, uh, are you, go ahead and roll me an Arcana check. You have advantage on it. Okay. You're proficient with Tinker tools. Let's get the other. You, you've probably, like, put together similar rigs before in the past. Oh. Alright, um, I've got a 13. A 13? Yes. Unfortunately, that is not quite enough to get this thing into working order. Uh, you probably, like, stand back as you hear a shriek inside, and you see a toothy maw, like, slither out towards you, and then quickly flap up as a, uh, a zlorp. Um, a zorp basically flies out of the cavity behind where the dial pad is as you try to remove it. Um, and yeah, it looks like something had basically gone in there and started eating through all the insulation and wiring. Get, get! I go after oh. it with my, I go after it with my ladle. It, it hisses at you, but it's only a lone one, so it can't really do much and knows how to pick its battles. Yeah, get off, off, pissed! You dang bat! You know they are quite tasty soup. I don't know if you've indulged in them, but... There's a lot of Zorp right cuisine. They are still they are still kind of an uncomfortable sight. That thing yeah. does not exist in the swamps. And and to give the this sort of imagery of what these things look like to our audience, they're kind of like these uh, at maturity, um, about a foot and a half to two foot long sort of flying eel with a sort of circular road toothy maw, a pair of uh, no eyes on them, but little tiny feathery antennas and these sort of large kind of flappy bat wings that they sail through the air uh, and they feed on electricity and minerals that they uh, chomp down on and are the equivalent. There are rats in Electrovolt, but these things are more prolific than rats. They crave that mineral. Ah. Uh, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the best I can do. Trapped. Sorry. That's that's fine. I'd say that you probably spend maybe about twenty minutes on there. Um, oh wow. Yeah, it's, it's a while of trying to get it working before you realize that this thing's so broken. They're probably gonna have to replace the entire thing. Loaf will be back soon. She can fix it. She always fixes it. Is there anywhere else nearby that we could perhaps walk to on our way? Hmm. If you would like, if you would like a refresher on the side quest that you have received, I will now read off the quest log. Uh, you were recommended potentially looking into the source of this black lightning, the sort of purple corrupted electricity. Uh, the Bright Bulb Abbey and the Order of the Burning Bulb uh, might have some answers you could go through, go to with. Uh, of course, you've got Sky's Contact, who is scheduled to meet with them this evening at a 
crummy dive bar at the uh, border of two districts. There is always, you could always try to find express travel to visit Tab Media headquarters. I meant, was there a f- another wire between where we are and the deep dive that we could stop at on the way? That's what I was asking. Possibly. Uh, that would probably take some time and investigation to find. People don't usually use them a lot. Um, they're mostly, and, and they're, they always have like a sort of um, coin based system that you kind of got to use. It costs like a silver a call, basically. Well, what about that bulb thing? Somebody mentioned that Jack was Burn it. Burn and bulb? Yeah, yeah, Jack. Yes. That. Jack said it was like arc stone stuff. I heard that. How do we reach the burning bulb? Um, you would know that the burning bulb abbey is in the uh, bastion ward of the city, which is uh, not that far away from the spirit ward. Um, you could probably get there within maybe 15, 20 minutes of walking. It's kind of on the outside of the city, on this sort of raised area that is basically the closest that Electroval has to a suburban area. Housing is very expensive there. But there are things like lawns and gardens and stuff. And of course, there is an abbey that looks out on the bluff in a kind of lighthouse that uh, rises from the abbey instead of like a steeple. Hmm. Oh, that seems like our next best best option at this point. Yendin's a little sleep drunk, as we can tell. Hmm. All right. Is that where you want to go? Yendin, do you need a boost? No, I'm always like this. You could probably look into that. Mm. You need some more pep in your step. You need some more life in you. I imagine Sky would know quite a few coffee places on route. Would anyone like coffee? Never had coffee. Late afternoon caffeine boost? Today's your lucky day, then. I know a great place right on the way. All right. Well, you don't want to uh, try what I mean? You know, I, I would love to <laughs> unfold some other time um, at a... Um, in the future. You see there's exactly. a coffee pot that is just full of slugs along the glass. <laughs> I catch what's going on and I'll say, well, it is since it's on our way, it's probably more efficient to get it done by somebody else. Like quicker. A, a place, an official thing. We have to have and didn't try real, real coffee, you know, from a coffee shop for his, for his first time. Oh, okay, okay, I understand. You're making this seem like a rite of passage. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. It is, it's gotta be from a real coffee shop. Don't be ready, don't, don't worry. I, I lean over to Gendon. You'll be ready for the real stuff one day. All right. <laughs> Well then, uh, Sky, if you would like to, uh, you could either just say I get coffee, or if you want to describe what sort of place you take them to, you could do that as well. Um, I'd imagine it would be very small. Really more of a kiosk or a stand than anything kind of like, else. Kind of, kind of like a sort of hot dog cart, maybe like a sort of uh, fried Zorp tongue booth that also serves really good coffee. Yep. That's that's my uh, my go-to place, and and while we're at it, we could I mean get some food. I don't think we've all eaten since. As as you are right. approaching yeah. the as you are approaching to the place that Sky really enjoys going, uh, you see a uh, very hunched over, very kind of dreaded and gray, maned, strangely enough, a lion folk, uh, serving the sort of kiosk area, standing out. You see that he the the time has definitely come to him. Uh, he wears very kind of proper sort of looking vest that's brightly colored. Um, and you see that it says, uh, Santoro, Zantoro's Zork Tongues and Coffee. Zantoro. Uh, and you see that the, uh, lion man looks at you and says, Oh, hello, Sky! Oh, you've brought friends with you. Would you be looking for the regular? For me, yes. Um, awesome. Uh, so no Zorktong. Got it. 
Well, someone else might want some. Start pouring your coffee. And what for the rest of you? Hmm. Coffee. Oh, I've got that. He pours a second cup. Blackest you can make it. Well, I can, it doesn't come any blacker than this, sir. <laughs> pours you, pours a, a third. Would you, uh, I take it a, a large or a small? Um, I'm gonna, uh, I'll or extra large. be like, give it a guess. And I'll I'll gesture to my extra large. Height. It is. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> he, he squints at you, and he tries to adjust his tiny little spectacles as he looks down at you with with a grumpy looking, very uh, wrinkled cat eyes, and say, "Oh, you're a heavy drinker. Extra large it is." And he hands you this this in your hand. It's a pretty big looking cup. It's like you've got to hold it like like a like a beach ball basically. Under my breath, I'll be like, "Not what I meant." <laughs> and what about you? Oh, that bugbear I smelled. It's been a while since I've. Uh, you don't see uh, too many of your people in the city. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Huh, what would I like? Okay, I'd like to get an extra large with uh, extra sweetener, but skip the sugar. And I'd also like it iced, but no ice, please. And and if you got any Zorp tongue with that. All right, all right. Oh, would you like the Zorp tongue in a bun? <laughs> They come in a bun? Oh, absolutely. Complimentary. Oh, wow, that's amazing. And like a hot dog, a he pulls out this sort of fried tongue and like lays it in a hot dog bun. Mm. And wraps it in like picnic pattern uh, wax paper. Oh my god, it's like it comes with its own pillows. Yeah. Um, for oh the, the combo special uh, soup, that is going to be uh, five copper. Uh, for Hugo, because you ordered the extra large, that's going to be three copper. Sky, that is going to be uh, two copper from you, as well as two from Gienden. Um Zaps, as they are called in Electrovol, they have tiny little skulls on them. If someone would like to pay overall, that's like one silver, or one charge, as the coin is called. I'll do it. Alright. Like, oh, thank you very much, my large fellow. Enjoy your drink. And yeah, soup. You 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 are you are given a fried zorp tongue, and all of you have coffee. Did he just give up on my order? What? No, no. He, he gave you all your stuff. I'm sure. I see. I I think what I saw him do is put in ice and then scoop the ice out with a fork. And oh, then you want you put in ice coffee? Packet you said? of sweetener and dip and it ice? in and then take it oh, out. Oh no no no! Like he he like pulled out like an entire half pound of sugar and put it in there but it is asked, very asked sweet that's for sweetened but without sugar and iced but without the ice why why i'm i'm, I'm gonna roll randomly to see what he does he put sugar <laughs> in it and he doesn't have any ice this is how i used to order my stuff at starbucks i bet they mm, loved you people. anyway I stopped after I realized it makes no sense. <laughs> you get room temperature coffee with a lot of sugar in it. Perfect. And a tongue. Couldn't imagine Perfect. a better drink. Perfect. And a bun. <laughs> Soft pillowy bun. Is there anything <laughs> else? No, thank you. Always a pleasure. You can find me out here most places. Most days of the week. Nice seeing you. So long, Sky. So long, uh, uh, Sky's big friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shopping. Do you want to do any more shopping, or you want to make your way towards the Abbey? Actually, do we still have time? Uh, that encounter probably took. It was a while, like probably like five minutes, but sure. Can I get myself clothes that aren't? Formal dress and heels. Sure. Or like, a ch I mean, you've got clothes. You'd have to run up to your apartment. But yeah, if you just want to get out of them and get a place quickly, you can definitely find a uh, a a shopping outlet, and you can get a mediocre set of clothes for one charge, basically, or not one charge, um, one gold, basically. Okay, I'd like to do that then, just quickly. Yeah. 
yeah, you get, you get entirely new, rather, you know, not not entirely complex, but I'll let you choose the general it can... appearance and color complexion. You can have it be very dull or it can be very bright. Electrofall caters to both. All black. Easily enough, you come to like this uh this this place that is like literally it just is called uh matte black. Again. And it's one of a, the permanent sort of uh, shopping kiosk installations here. Probably a place you visit all the time. Um, Are we got, sure? They've got they've got uh chains all over different outlets all over the different districts of the city. Are we sure um, yeah, this is not just one they big have self is black. Not many black clothes. And yep, Sky comes out uh, dressed in uh, many different shades of very similar looking shades of black. Ooh, I quite like that. Wow, midnight onyx, it looks like. There's like a little vest that came with it, and it has like black painted chains. That's Ooh, and I see we've got Raven. Mm -hmm. That. Midnight charcoal. Charcoal charcoal is like a little bit edgy. It's a little bit it's kind of like the brightest color they have there. Mm -hmm. Quite nice. At least it suits you very well. Area. And I wouldn't lie about it. Why All right, didn't Sky. you do that last night? <laughs> Did, uh, um well because I didn't have it. <laughs> well you came it's a nice red dress, but this looks way nicer on you. Well thank you, I'd have to agree. Did you get to pick the dress, or did someone else pick it for you? I always pick my own outfits, as you can see by my impeccable fashion. It was a, um, suggestion by a, a friend. A forceful suggestion. Speaking of which, it is less than an hour till sundown. Oh boy. To, to the Abbey. Wait, no. We should probably just go straight to the place. Sure. Yeah, probably. Uh, any other shopping you want to do along the way? Mm, I mean, okay. I don't mind it. I love this. I love, I, I love it. Really, I do. This is great. This, <laughs> this coffee is quite bitter. You drink this regularly? I want to try some of mine. You see, once you burn all of the taste buds off your tongue from it being so hot, well, you don't really notice that it's so bitter. Comes <gasps> more of okay. Okay. This is this is a bit too sweet for me because I asked him to take out the sugar. What if we mixed them and, and created an equilibrium? <laughs> a less sugar option. Um Well you can certainly pour the cups into each other like that until they until they um mix I'll, them. I'll I'll try yeah, it. Let's give it a Something go. Something tells me this isn't what goes on in the Citadel labs. <laughs> exactly what goes on. Um, we try to create the perfect coffee where by do you do this? Do you just bad where, where do you do this? Do you just find like an alleyway to do this in? Where are you yes. doing it? Are you going to go to the place you're the, the dive bar and do this? Where? What's going on? I thought you were just like trading the coffee between cups. So you so like you've both like you've got the extra large so like you've already finished like half each essentially so you're just gonna stand in the middle of the street as like the nighttime commotion has now begun and pour the the, the bitter coffee into the sweet cup and then mix it around a little bit with yes. a ladle and then <laughs> pour half of it into Gendon's cup again. Perfect. Yes. In the middle of the street. Um, yeah, speaking of which, uh, do we get run over? Uh, no, but you do see an individual, uh, kind of approach you a little bit that says, uh, you see it's a human individual. They've got a kind of paler, but somewhat tanned skin, um, definitely from exposure to the sun. Uh, they've kind of got this sort of, uh, sandy hair that goes below their, uh, ears. Um, and they walk on a mechanical leg, a single mechanical um, uh, leg replacing uh, the other one. And uh, the individual walks up to you and say, Well, excuse me, uh, what, what exactly is going on? I, I, I saw on the sidelines, I couldn't help but ask. Uh, we're mixing I think coffee. That's chemistry, my where, dear fellow. Where this is like some sort of performing new... art venue. I, I, I'd love to get a scoop on it. Uh, speaking of which, I haven't introduced myself. My name's uh, Scoop Extra. 
I'm oh. a reporter at the Electroval Gazette. Oh, it's a... Another it's reporter. It's a pleasure to meet you. Another well, we reporter? Were... Oh, we oh my were... goodness, you're, you're uh, Hugo Brassley. There it oh is. My, oh my goodness. I'm terribly sorry about what happened last night. You said another reporter got to you? Well, got to ask a little questions, but honestly, I don't know enough to provide good answers for anybody. Listen, if, if it's one of Tab's people, then I, I'm, I'm, I'm not affiliated with that man whatsoever. Um, I'm a bit of a, a small-time <laughs> reporter. I've been, been working here about eight years now. Um, hmm. well, what are y'all doing mixing coffee in the street? Well, one coffee was too sweet and the other one was too bitter, and apparently there's no such thing as an option in the middle. So we're trying well, to make it. Like that story of that diva blonde. Hmm. Back where I'm from, you're lucky to get a, a packet of sugar. People usually blew past it real fast. You're, uh... I hope that you enjoy it. That's a smart idea. Yeah, it is. Thank, thank you. I, I deeply Of course, I didn't catch your name, it. by the way. I named Scoop Extra, by the way, and he kind of gestures towards this strange sort of uh, magical device, like a lens around his neck. Um, you would recognize it, some of you, um, especially Sky and Hugo, who will probably spend a decent amount of time around them uh, as a sort of magical image capturing device. Can take still photos of... Uh, very good stuff, but the one he carries definitely seems very worn, very old. Probably one of the first ones that were made. Actually, I'd like to ask him something. <clears throat> did you, did you happen to be reporting on the event that happened last night? I did. Um, well, I mean, I've reached out to you for comment, but seems like someone already beat you to it. I've got no problem with you with commenting to multiple multiple reporters, but that's not really important right now. I'll tell you what, I'm I'm kind of well, I'm kinda of chasing the same lead. Hmm. I'll tell you one thing that Tab Media doesn't exactly uh, ask a lot of questions about were the uh, six others that died that night. I've been trying to track down their families and uh, not really to get a case out of them. I mean if they want to share their story I'm more than happy to report it, but Velvet Blues made no effort to uh, contact the families. That's that's so noble of you. That's uh, real honorable of you, Scoop. I'm not exactly used to the big city, but I mean, I might as well put my investigative resources to work. But no, you, uh, I'll give you. I, I I don't really exactly got much of a card. I, I got a little piece of paper, and he'll scribble it down. Come to uh, come to the Gazette. We'll uh, we'll have a conversation sometime. Anytime you want to stop by. Um, I'm usually either there or my apartment or going around the city well, looking for the latest story. Well, with what went on, I'm certain you'll find it anywhere. Of course, it's a pleasure to meet all y'all and I'm really sorry about everything that's been going on. Uh, I really, really do. If there's anything I can do to help. Actually, there may be. But, seeming as how we're running... What? He perks up a little bit, but you can go on. Do you have any any images from from that night on your capture device? I, I have a few images. Some of them I don't exactly want to. Well, I don't exactly want to be putting the bodies of the dead uh, on on every newspaper in the city, regardless of how many papers it would sell. Uh, I got course. a couple. That not to look at. Not to be plastering their images everywhere. Just to see if there's anything more we can look at. See if there's anything we missed from that night. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, uh, I'll, I will I'll, still got to get many of them processed. Uh, come by sometime after tomorrow. Uh, after after this evening. Um, starting tomorrow. Uh, I'm more than happy to maybe have a little bit of a chat. Are, are, you, are you conducting an investigation of your own? You're trying. Well, uh... I know it's those little bands you're wearing on you. Just kind of exactly like to spend a lot of resources on a. They usually try to make people prove their own innocence. Anyway, I hope that uh, you find what you're looking for. Thank you, you as well. We'll be in touch. Of course. Thank you. And he'll Good luck in finding off. the families. 
Fourth, good luck with mixing your coffee. Thanks. <laughs> From this entire scene, is getting it's just like he's gotten the idea that coffee is like it's like you shouldn't be tampering with coffee. Essentially, we're doing something yeah. incredible by mixing coffee. <laughs> but yeah, as uh, Soup is also completely convinced of this. As Scoop Extra makes his way through the crowd. You notice the, uh, where the sun is, and you figure you better get moving. Time to do. All right, let's go. You navigate the maze that is the city of Electroval, uh, traveling through, ignoring the Bright Bulb Abbey, though you do probably pass over a rise that gives you a good view of it out on the horizon, the swamp on the horizon that seems to almost go out forever. Though Gyndon, from what you've asked and been told, it does eventually meet the Wasteland, a place I imagine you want to go back to at some point. But yeah. in the meantime, you make your way towards the Spirit Ward in the city, and as you drift away from the Starlight District, the lights of Electroval are still behind you, but they're no longer as bright and in your face. They're more like a, 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 a star in the sky, a very bright one. For as you venture down to the Spirit Ward and begin finding that the boardwalks you're walking on aren't nearly made as from as good of wood as uh, there is above. You notice that many of the buildings seem to tilt and sag at various angles. Regardless, there is still just as much commotion and chatter and commerce happening here as well. But the lights themselves aren't really fixtures in the walls as they are as, uh, as much trailing between and above the alleyways that stretch around this sort of sinking area of the city you see in the middle of the spirit ward rising like a little lagoon an island with a uh, tower on it with mini spider web like wires that branch out from it and connect to various poles that seem to power this ward of the city uh, you imagine that's the uh, electrical precinct but as you make your way lower across the sort of zigzagging, very sharply tiered, um, very cramped for space area of the Spirit Ward, you eventually come close to the water. And as you come down there, you see not so much a establishment, but an area under the boardwalk that's a little wider than the rest, um, with various planks of wood put on sort of uh, large posts that seem to have water splashing beneath a place that just is written in sort of white lettering on a piece of plywood that says the deep dive. Hugo's just trying to like kind of avoid everybody and kind of looking in a little bit of ugh, uncomfortableness and disgust at the, the condition of this place. Exactly, and as you come in here, you hear the sounds of accordions playing, a sort of trio of uh, rather scurvy-looking uh, musicians dressed uh, in, in very swamp-like, kind of pirate-like attire. Uh, many of the denizens here seem to be laughing and singing along, and there are some chairs and booths that have been installed, but many of them have sagged. One of them you see has actually broken through the floor and is kind of half-sunk into the water below. And all, instead of walls, there's just this roped netting that has sort of little buoys and bits of seafaring stuff kind of threaded into the netting. Kind of like a cage. And of course, there is a bar at one end and uh, a booth at the other that does have one figure who, wearing a hood that seems somewhat out of place. Uh, Scal, you want to take it from here? Yeah, I believe that's um, my friend over there. Yeah. We're Where all... should we go? I'm no, we're all going over. Table. Sorry. Oh. Or, what table. were we going to do? <laughs> well, I was thinking we'd all go over and say hello to him. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. And on the way there, I'm just going to take a look and just make sure no one's watching us because this is a weird place. Hugo's gonna try and a little bit keep from being seen, hiding oh, behind his taller fellows. I don't think the people down here would uh, recognize you much, Hugo. 
Plus, it looks sketchy, but it's harmless. I've been here before. Well, harmless to you, but... Gesture at my little, my height, or lack thereof. There okay. are, there, 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 there are other the short people in here, by the way. There okay. are other halflings and gnomes and the such scattered about. Even a goblin that you see playing, a, sco a goblin you see is playing the snare drum in the band. Okay. I'll be sure to keep an eye out. All right. I, will, I will look imposing. I try yeah. to look imposing. Mm -hmm. right. So are, what are the three of you doing? We're all in close pursuit behind Sky. Yeah, we're all going to walk over and have a seat with Dimitri. All right. Um, so all of you or just Sky? All of us. All of us. Okay. So as Dimitri sees you coming over Sky, he kind of gives you a nod and he's about to turn away. And then his eyes go wide as you see the sort of darker complexion of this half-elven man. Hair kind of in uh, loose dreads, but very shortly cropped. Looks at you and, and, and sees the other three of you approaching. And he just kind of sinks into himself a little bit and scooches over to make room. <laughs> I'd uh, all, like to apologize you... for the unexpected guests. <laughs> they are definitely a uh, a, a sight. Um, he looks around. Doesn't seem like we're drawing too much attention. H Hello, um, I'm Sky's contact. Uh, I, I recognize all of you, uh, having been uh, charged similarly to her, or at least, well, the charges are outstanding. I've seen them myself. So, do you have any any information, anything that might help us? First, I, I want to apologize, but where, where'd the dress go? Um, I, I have it here in the... <laughs> you hand it to him? Yeah, here it is. He looks at it and, and, and like he looks at all like the sort of uh, spilled bits of food on it, all the tears and, and, and scuffed and dirty bits, and then he like looks at the back of it and pulls out the tag that's still attached, and his face just sinks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, um, good news, my 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 cousin's uh, birthday is coming up. Maybe I'll make it a gift for her if I can get it patched. All right. Um. Hi. Uh. Yes. My name is Dimitri. All of you. Um. I'm. Uh. I work in association with the Velvet Blue. Not exactly under. Uh. All of the work we do together. How, how much do they know, Sky? They know that I'm a consultant. Okay. Well, I am a consultant as well. Um. Indeed. The attack on the crocodile's ball gown, the venue that, uh... Are you Hugo Brassleaf? Okay, of course you are. Anyway, the <laughs> ball gown... Uh, it, 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 it's most curious. I've only heard of such devices from one individual. Nobody really knows who he, she, they are, but they're, they're someone they call the inventor, an individual who essentially trades with whoever is willing to offer the coin, though often they, they trade in, in bits of technology, fabricated equipment. They specialize predominantly in aether tech, but they're very well known, and this is what's strange too, I managed to acquire the device that was set off, or at least what was left of it. It seems that someone had essentially overloaded the grid, but not with the same electricity, not even storm electricity gathered from the clouds. It's something else that burned away through the fuse box itself. Nearly destroyed the entirety of the device, meaning that, uh, well, my contacts aren't exactly able to analyze it to its full extent. That's but unfortunate. It is. But... I'm certain there's only one person who could have made that, and that's the inventor. The problem is, is that starting about 10 days ago, two weeks, I have not been able to hear from him. Uh, no one's been able to hear from him. He, he just went dark. 
I worry mm. that if he had something to do in the conspiracy that killed Mr. Portsmouth Gilded, and mind you, I spoke to the uh, examiner who inspected the body, it seems like similar technology was used, though separately, in a separate implement, to kill Portsmouth Gilded. At the mention of nobody hearing from this inventor fellow for a while, Hugo's eyes go a little bit wide. And may I ask him about Alexander? You bring that up? Yeah. Um I I don't exactly know that name. Is it are they one of the noble the the merchant princes or related to their family? Is he? I don't know. I don't You would be. You know that he's an Embercrest. Okay. He's an Embercrest. Um yes, I'm familiar with the Embercrest name. What is uh I, I, uh, do you think that he has something to do with this? It's a far shot, but he at least has something to do with another important thing, and I'd like to see if I can contact him. But if you don't know anything about it, I'll find find my kicks elsewhere. The Martian princes aren't exactly in my area of expertise. I would say, though, he looks over at Sky and say. Should we tell them what we've been working on? Yes, I think they're safe. They won't tell all of you. Hmm? Sorry, what was the last thing you said? I said they won't tell anyone. Will he you? looks at all of you. <laughs> Before the event, I might have been a blabbermouth and a gossip, but seeing as how we're all actually in this now, no way. I'm safe. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I'll, no I'll dip you on that. All right, well... As long as I have your word, I guess that's the best I can offer. Me and Sky have been working on an investigation for a while. How much do any of you know for about the authority? Mm, the three of you, much. if anyone would like to roll a history check. Is any one of us intelligent? Everyone, everyone only... can roll a history check among you. All right. I'm All pretty right. sure Sky's proficient in that. I rolled a six. Do you want me to roll? Okay. You, you don't Oops. need to roll. I meant you're proficient in the knowledge. I rolled 14. 14. I rolled a 17. 17? Hugo? I rolled a six. I mean, you're, you you <laughs> you don't exactly know who the authority is. They sound important. Yep. Both Soup and Gendon in the time that you've spent in Electroval. It's not so much from uh, reading any sort of books or receiving uh, bulletins on the matter. In fact, you never really see any bulletins on the matter. You do, though, know from times you've spent in drinking establishments, probably slightly nicer than this one, though uh, of a similar caliber, you would know the authority is kind of a spoken in hushed whispers. They are seen as the, the the shadow government of Electroval. They're the ones who are in charge of the safekeeping of the power. Um, essentially, when the Order of the Bulb uh, decided that they could no longer be tasked with protecting the Arkstone themselves, they turned it over to a sort of counseling sort of group that promised to take care of it. Of course... There are many dark rumors around them as well. Rumors of people who have been taken or have disappeared for a time and only to reappear with their memories all frazzled. The authority is spoken as a sort of uh, shadow cabal. Some say that they are a malevolent fear that uh, engages only when they must. Others say that they are puppeteering all of Electroval from the shadows. Continue. Dimitri looks at you and says, I... I don't exactly feel comfortable not knowing the intentions of, of the authority. I know they've existed for a while, and based on Sky's interest and her accomplishment in the past, we think that we've found a way to gain some insight into their intentions. Portsmouth Gilded is believed to be in association with them, carried a sort of key or an artifact on his person that, well, Sky, I imagine that you were not able to recover it. No. 
There was nothing on him. Uh, the examination didn't reveal anything as well. Whoever killed him must have taken it. It's probably what they were after. I would come to the similar motive. Whatever this this object is, this artifact or, or key or, or emblem, emblem. It, it was supposed to be a key to identify them, but I think that someone else has chased the same lead. And considering the technology they're working with, I, I don't even understand this stuff. And it doesn't, it's reminiscent of the technology we see out of the Citadel Senate, but there's something, something else there. It, it's almost as if someone has combined Aether Tech and Electro Tech into something nefarious. Guy, was there anyone that kind of stood out to you when you were up in the box? Like maybe somebody who not necessarily didn't belong there, but kind of looked like they didn't belong there? Well, I mean, there were a few people who stood out. There was a rather short and um, violent lady. There was a um, Vargnasi. There were others. Why do you ask? I mean, I, I don't think any of them had access. I'm just thinking, because, cause, I mean, you were up there to get access, and... Yeah, I, I didn't see anyone, though, that uh, hmm. looked to be doing anything suspicious. I mean... An elite person being seeming kind of innately violent or, like, feisty. That could be kind of suspicious. It doesn't line up with the stereotype. Fair. It doesn't. Well, Could um... you describe him more? The the short lady? It's a, funny enough, it's at this point where Dimitri is looking over the bar. Um, oh no. And he'll see, he pulls up something on his wrist and he pushes a few but, uh, buttons on it. And you see his complexion shimmer until he now looks like uh, Goliath sitting in the booth as well. Whoa. As a figure approaches, as Dimitri has activated a disguise of some sort. As a figure approaches, what? flanked by two taller individuals. That says, well, excuse me, uh, I believe that I got a name. Cranberry Caledonia, at your humble service. And you see curtsying is the same, in a different kind of pimpy looking dress, uh, the same female halfling that you saw before. A couple of my little birdies uh, mentioned that uh, folks of your liking, and my say, Mr. Hugo Brassleaf, that was one mighty show you put on. You had me giddy all night. Uh, but that you walked into uh, one of my establishments. Your establishments? Oh, I run this whole ward, if you didn't know. Hmm. And you. I think I might be able to help you. And you might be able to help me. Me? Mm. All you. Oh. You're the one who broke the window. I gotta yeah. say, red was not your color at all. Thank you. No, black is definitely more suiting. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, you could use it with a little bit of color, but we'll do uh, highlights another time. In the meantime... Uh, Wait. Why don't we go somewhere a little bit more accommodating? You're a you're, you're tall friend. And he looks over at the Goliath sitting with all you. Yeah, you're coming with you with this group, and you hear the figure go, uh, "No, um, I was just leaving. Uh, <clears throat> goodbye." Just, well, I'm sorry, that ain't exactly a way to treat a lady. And he's trying to make his way off. As he walks away, she'll take an opportunity attack. What? Dimitri's armor class is barely hits. Um, he's not wearing his armor right now. Um, he. She, he, she, you see that she basically uh, pulls out her heel and kind of in a sort of swift motion kind of twists around and slams his kneecap with uh, the ball of her foot or the heel of her foot 
and he takes six points of bludgeoning damage. And, oh. Oh my god. And he god. just, you hear crack at the ground, and at that point, like, everyone in the bar has stopped. Like, everyone's looking in your direction, the band has stopped playing, everyone sitting at the bar is, like, looking down, and you see Cranberry Caledonia looking down at him. She adjusts her little top hat and her laces as she walks up to him as he is now crippled and on the ground, just kind of moaning. Um, it would not drop, it's not concentration. Uh, she looks down at him and kind of kicks him over a little bit. Consider that a, a lady's warning. Damn. You ain't gonna get very far if you're walking out on uh, every woman in your life. The next one might not be so friendly. And she'll kind of like take her heel off of his chest. Now, Scat, I don't want you see. I don't, I don't want to see you crawling around here no more. Go back to whatever muck you came from. Hugo is terrified. I have stood up at this point. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. any of you intervene at all? Were any of you going to rush at all, or were you just watching the show? Soup had no idea what to do. So she'll look at the rest of you, and she'll snap her fingers, and one of the uh, bar hands will run up and bring her a sort of stool chair to stand on, and she'll climb up on it. So she's at eye level. Looking at all of you, she says, Well, now that uh, we've concluded your previous business, let's start some of our own, shall we? And that is where we are going to leave it. Oh. 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 You have been listening to Electroball, as featured on Dice Carnival. We appreciate your support in listening to this podcast and leaving us a good rating. Please consider subscribing and following us on Twitter. Music is used with permission by This Way to the Egress. You can find links to them, some of our sponsors, and other collaborators in the description below. And lastly, remember to always salt your water before boiling. Farewell. <laughs>